yeah, it's an honor to represent the Cleveland Browns, um, especially this year. We had so many guys fight through so much. Um, the ultimate goal is to find any way to win, and I think we represented that. Obviously, it didn't end how we wanted to, but I think the culture and um, the lessons we learned this year is going to you know, carry us into the future. That, that playoff game, being that the best moment, like, why, why does that just really surmise this whole season for you guys? It was special, and I think you know, the team itself – represents the city of Cleveland just like hard working blue collar like you know the odds aren't always in your favor but the guys come to work and they they want to want to be the best and our fans got to experience that with us which um for the first time you know in a long time because in 2020 it was you know COVID not very many people out there um so that made it even more special and just our home field advantage here I think that was probably the loudest you could hear it, it felt like in moments like you could feel the play happening because of you know the noise like building up and stuff so it was, it was such a cool moment and I think the, Cl- the city of Cleveland you know loves their football so I think it worked out great you guys were just so close this year and it just seemed to be so instrumental in why you were able to overcome the university and be so successful how do you recreate that because that's hard to do from year to year it is I think the guys this year cared about each other there's a true um, you know, closeness about the team. And I, I think you keep those core pieces intact to, to try and grow that and build that. And I think the culture of the, the locker room has grown since, you know, Coach Stefanski and AB have taken over in 2020, and it's only going to continue to grow because results are there. You know, this is the attitude we have. This is how we work. This is, you know, our thoughts. And um, the guys really have grown from that. But there's going to be new guys, so we got to bring those guys along too and, and uh, you know, see what we can do next year. Joel, speaking of new guys, obviously some changes on the staff. Were you surprised about AVP? And when you think back on the last four seasons with him, what are you going to remember the most about him as your offensive coordinator? Yeah, I loved AVP. He was uh, a great guy and um, did a lot of good things for us. You know, I know him and Coach Stefanski and, you know, really the whole staff does a great job of getting us uh, in the right plays. Um, you know, I knew nothing about it, you know, until I saw it on, on Twitter like everybody else. Um, so it's always a little bit of surprise. I think Coach Stefanski just wants to continue to, to tweak things. He did some things on defense last year and some things on you know offense now this year and special teams as well last year. Um, but I have nothing but good things to say about MVP. He was he was a great dude. He he truly embodied that like play for your brother attitude with us and uh, and it, and you know you know you never want to see you see guys leave. But the NFL is one of those things where you have turnover in the um, rooms, you have turnover in the coaching staff, and and it's one of those things we're gonna you know hopefully bring in some guys that can can continue to help elevate us. What's Bill Callahan meant to you as an offensive line coach? And obviously with his son getting this head coaching job in in Tennessee, um, selfishly, how much do you hope he stays in Cleveland and doesn't uh, join his uh, kid in Tennessee? Yeah, um, Coach Callahan's been instrumental, you know, for us. I think he's helped develop a bunch of us uh, on the line. We're we're thankful for that. He's... uh, He's one of the hardest workers, you know. I know he puts in the time with us, and he's he's a big part of the run game and the scheme and protections. Um, but then, you know, your son gets hired as a head coach, and and I know we have, you know, the organization, the players. We uh, appreciate what he's done, and, and hopefully, he's here for us next year. But uh, if your son calls, you know, you might need to take that phone call as well. That's pretty special stuff. So I think we understand either way, and and we're, you know, we're hopeful. He's still around for us to, uh, to to help us next year. Joel, you navigated the stairs pretty well going up there. How do you, how do you feel? What's the prognosis and any changes? Yeah, I'm feeling all right. Hopefully, I'm only in this boot for you know maybe another week or so. Uh, it was a pretty good high ankle sprain, um, which I had a few in my career before. I have all off season get healthy though, so hopefully, I'll be able to take my time with this and and be 100 percent ready for next year. Andrew was saying yesterday that he'd be he'd absolutely love to have Joe Flacco back. 
that be kind of the, the feeling throughout the team, considering what Joe was able to do in a short period of time here? Yeah, everybody has a lot of respect for Joe. Um, you know, he bonded with the locker room. He he put in the work with us, and and uh, you know, he won us some games, and, and we appreciate that. You know, and. and He's a guy that I think you keep in the locker room if you can, but he's going to probably have some opportunities out there to, to make some things happen, and, and we'll see what happens. We obviously know Deshaun's our guy going into, into next year, but if Joe wants to be part of the room and, and kind of help build that room, I think everybody would be uh, open to that.